What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Tuesday Table Talk. Man, if this is your first time listening or watching this, man, or if it's, you've watched every single time, I appreciate it. Um, I believe you're here uh, listening to this or watching this uh, for a reason and a purpose. It's not that you uh, clicked on this by accident, um, but instead that God has something for you. Um, the more times that I do this, I realize that I really don't give like a proper intro. Um, so a little bit of background story of who I am. My name is Joshua Smith. Um, literally just this guy uh, who God just decided to use uh, from Jersey. Um, simply just started this podcast out of obedience, man. But I believe in loving God and loving people. Um, and that's part of why I decided to make this podcast. Really just speaking on what um, I felt like God had um, put in my heart. That's really the, the main thing behind this. But like I said, I really wanted to share a little vision, share a little... Um, background behind it because I realized I really don't do that when I start this but um, like I said man this is another episode of Tuesday Table Talk this is episode um, 22 I believe Um, let me just double check on that yeah 22 man um, I started this podcast back in January of 2021 and I I do this really unique thing where um, I'm sitting here and I'm recording the audio, but at the same time, um, I'm live on Instagram. Um, So that's, I think, unique because I think a a lot of Christian podcasts don't do that or a lot of faith-based podcasts do that. Um, They just record and just upload. But um, when I go live, I have the unique opportunity just to to engage with people who may watch this or... um, yeah, just get comp- just people are, are allowed to comment on it um, during it. And I address some uh, people most of the time. Um, just really, I think, builds a connection and that, um, the, the authenticity and just the beautiful transparency of unfiltered content. <laughs> you know, um, especially when you record things, you can go back and easily um, edit those things out or address those things. So I think it's cool when you just get to. Um, do those things like i said i started this podcast back in january really of 20 2021 but i had been making videos um before my personal page before that um but really this was just another step in uh, in obedience like i said god is just asking me to just step out in faith and just create this thing um again give it a little background context of who i am um currently man like i said i'm born and raised in jersey jersey boy but i'm currently living in tulsa oklahoma um, I'm an intern at Transformation Church. Um, man, I've been doing this internship since January of this year. Just again, taking another step of faith in doing that. So um, just really giving a little background context um, of what is going on here, man. I'm excited about what it, I'm really gonna get to touch on tonight. Um, whew, again, I, I briefly touched on this, but I'm live on Instagram while also recording audio. So for those who are listening to this, you're wondering who I'm talking to. I'm addressing those on uh, Instagram Live. And for those who are uh, watching, I'm sitting here looking, make sure my audio is good. And actually, I have my notes here on my computer. So just making sure everything is good on that end as well. I don't really want to give too much of a long intro besides that. Um, so, man, I'm sure the title, if you're seeing this, you're like, what in the world is this guy talking about? Maybe you're listening for the first time. Um, and you have no idea. Well, this is a great place to start. <laughs> the title of this um, this podcast episode is What's That Smell? Like I said, man, I'm in this internship for Transformation Church, um, TC for short, based in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And one of the cool things that we get to do in this internship is we have a built-in like intern time. A lot of times we get to work with our department 
Um, I can give more details about that and really go into what the internship entails on another episode, but um, just for the, the process of just trying to speed up with this, with this episode, what I, the meat of, where, of really what I want to get to. Um, so yeah, we get the unique opportunity to get this built in time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, either like this called uh, leadership development or spiritual development. And so one of the cool things that we got to do, we just finished up actually, um, we got to do uh, for leadership development, yep. So we would do these cool um, things called teaching tents. And really it was based upon or answering this simple question of what God is teaching you um, during this season. And so, like I said, all 13 of us got the opportunity to do this. So, um, but the cool thing, so we had to follow this, this format. It was like intro story, um, scriptures, um, then tied in with a closing, all these different things. We didn't have to necessarily follow it in that type of order. But again, it was like the structure that we had to make sure we hit all the points. So it was interesting. But again, as you can probably get from the from the title uh, of it, is that you had to do it in 10 minutes, 10 minutes exactly. Um, so I really just want to give background behind that. And if you want to watch the video, it's on YouTube. I can also share the link with you. Feel free to shoot me a DM. Um, I will gladly share the link of the video um, because some of these points really won't make sense unless you watch the video. Um, and I realize that I don't have the materials like everything in front of me right now. I just really want to just talk about it and address it. Um, and really, this gives me the opportunity not to be timed or um, have to stress or walk through it, but really get to expand and really talk about this thing. But I want to talk about the preparation behind this, man, because it was it was tough. Like I said, I we had this concept of what God is teaching us during this season. And um, for those who know about the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 6. So I like details. I like plans. I like structure. I like all that. And the challenge was, hey, I'm giving you this thing. What has God teaching you during the season? And I'm like, okay, I'm in this internship, but he's teaching me a lot every single day. He's teaching me a lot over the past months. I've been here now for three months. We just halfway, literally, Sunday was halfway through this internship. So we got three more months to go of that. And I'm like, what do I really want to speak about? Can, can, can you give me more details? Can you give me more parameters? Like, uh, do you want me to talk about what God is teaching me last week? Um, what it does to be in my department, out of my department? And it was just this broad thing, which looking back on it, it was beautiful. But at the same time, like I said, as Enneagram 6, it, it stresses me out. I like details and like I need fine comb details. Like tell me kind of the, the less thinking that I have to do, the better almost because then I'm, I'm overthinking to a point. So... Um, really preparing for this i had no idea where i wanted to go and the beautiful thing <laughs> i love how really god speaks to me it's not like mm, i used to i don't really know how i want to put this but i really used to get frustrated one of the one of the things is that okay say okay so god speaks to each of us uniquely and it's important for us to find the rhythm and how he speaks to us because if I'm depending on him to speak in this certain rhythm and he's not doing that or he wants to speak to me through another rhythm, then I'll continually be frustrated or um, there will be this friction, right? So I think throughout my whole life and, and really until I learned how God really spoke to me um, or really when I learned to be quiet enough to really speak or to allow God to speak to me, um, man, I am my brain sometimes i'm literally like thinking about three things ahead but 
basically trying to get into the rhythm of how God speaks to you really is, I think, beautiful thing and really trying to avoid like that frustration you may be facing. Um, so the cool thing with that, so God really talks to me and like, it isn't always like a clear, concise thing, or it isn't really like this drawn out thing. Sometimes, honestly, I may pray for like three hours straight and hear nothing. Um, and then suddenly like I'll be walking, doing something totally random, totally unrelated and boom, God will just drop something to me out of nowhere. Um, and that's really how he's kind of like spoken to me, especially as I've gotten close with him, gotten to know his voice, getting to know how he speaks to me again, all these things. So preparing for this, I would, again, was like, how in the world am I going to talk about what is God doing in my life? Where do you want me to do with that? And, um, again, this is the part where I enjoy because I didn't really get to give like the background story behind it. Um, those who are listening and, and watching, you guys are really getting kind of like the process of this. And I was able to talk to my internship director about it, but really no one else really got like the full story but it was about maybe a month and a half ago i would say um i was with one of my roommates i lived with three other guys and we went out and we decided to go get lunch and as we were going out to lunch we had like this little trash bag sitting by um the door getting ready to take it out to the dumpster that sits um as soon as you leave like the uh, apartment complex so I get ready, uh, I put the trash bag in my car, we head out to lunch, um, had a fantastic time, God was really just like speaking and moving and um, used my roommate to kind of really speak into my life. And um, long story short, I had forgotten about the trash bag. Um, I had come back, dropped my roommate off because I had to go back out and go somewhere else where I wanted to spend time um, just doing a couple things, running a couple more errands. And suddenly I remembered the trash bag was in the back of my car. And I said, hmm, man, I, I'm really in a rush. I really don't want to take the time to kind of stop and get out, throw the trash bag away. Do I want to do it now or do I want to do it later? And then instantly, boom, like God just dropped this thing and said, that's what I want you to talk about. So that was kind of like the basis of really what this, this teaching 10, this podcast episode is about, is that God just really just dropped it on me. So again, really alluding to what the title is, is what's that smell? So when I when I when I did this teaching ten, I kind of posed this thought, and I kind of posed this um, this question to kind of get people's brains kind of moving. I, I do the same thing here, but I, I asked, "Have you ever had the experience of forgetting to take the trash out, and then suddenly the next day you're greeted with this like god awful smell?" And again, it could be this big thing like you forgot it in the in in your uh, trunk of your car. It could be you forgot it just when you were rushing out of the house, you left it in your garage, whatever the case is, but have you forever forgotten to take the trash out? Then suddenly the next day you're greeted with this God knows what smell, reminding you that you had forgotten a, something important, right? You forgot to take out the trash. Well, um, alluding to that, why God had suddenly kind of just dropped it on me um, a couple, a, a month and a half ago to, to two months ago, really with this, with the, with that um, story was back in 2019, um, 2019 to 2021, um, I worked as a residential counselor in a group home um, with adolescent boys. It was a good time. It was a challenging time, all the things. And um, most of the shifts that I work was like this 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. shift. Um, and again, you have a lot of responsibilities, but one of the things that we had to do was to take the trash out by the end of the night. And similar to kind of how this setup is in my apartment is that like the dumpster is kind of like at the end of the driveway or by the entrance slash exit by the time you leave. So um, again, working 4 p.m. to 12 a.m., I would always like, um, again, we had to take the trash out. So with the 
with it being at the end of the driveway, I was like, okay, let me just save me some time. Let me just put it in the trunk of my car and drive it down there. Well, as you know, 12 a.m., you're tired, you're just ready to go home. All these things have happening. So often, as you're probably thinking, you could probably guess where this story is going is that I would often forget this, this trash bag in the trunk of my car. So that's why I was like, when I remembered a month and a half ago, uh, and I was thinking about the story, I was like, do you remember what happened at your last job? Do you remember like all the times you would forget the trash bag? Um, and the worst was like when I worked like Friday, Friday nights or Saturday nights, I would say, because I wouldn't work again until Sunday or I wouldn't work again until Monday. I'm sorry, because I had Sunday off. So normally, if I forgot the trash on like a Sunday night uh, or Saturday night, dear God, if I can please remember this story, that would be fantastic. Stick with me, people. I promise it gets better. But um, <laughs> when I, if I forgot the trash on like a Saturday night, um, I wouldn't work again until Monday. So it would sit in my car Saturday night, overnight, Sunday. And the worst was in the summer when it was super hot outside because um, the trash, the smell would just could just permeate and just would like accumulate faster. So always during that time, the, the season that I worked at this job, I would forget the trash often. And I wouldn't remember it until I was hit with this god awful smell and being like, what in the world is that smell? My car smells funky for some reason. And then it would be like, no, no, did I, did I? And I would open up the trunk and lo and behold, um, I had forgotten to take the trash out and throw it into the dumpster. And part of it was because I was tired. Um, part of it was because I was lazy. Um, I didn't want to be inconvenienced uh, the, the five minutes of taking the trash and walking down to the dumpster. I thought it would be easier, right, to save time. Um, so that was kind of like the backstory behind that. But really, um, that leads into the title. If you kind of just catching on now, is like, what's that smell? Um, and really, when I thought about that a month and a half, two months ago, God kind of hit me with this point, is that there are things in our lives that we have put away in the trunk that we must address and throw away. And I often find out that we do these, when it's one of two things, either we have forgotten about it completely or we either we have chosen to ignore them. Really what God is teaching me during this season, one of the things, because he's teaching me a lot of things, but he's teaching me to not miss the amazing opportunity he has given me to address those things during this season of my life. Um, this season, um, again, this I'm in this internship, it's unpaid, I'm away from home, um, I'm, dedicating time intentionally to just grow um and there's things where god is like hey i need you to address those things now because of what what i want to do in your life where i want to take you um i can't do those things with that still in your trunk because you haven't addressed that trash or i can't um take you where where i really want to take you because you still have this you're still struggling with or, or this you're still uh, refusing to address like there's things in your lives that you are just refusing to address and maybe you're not you find yourself you're okay you're like i'm not in this internship um where i can, I can intentionally dedicate time but there are seasons where god really highlights things i believe for everybody he highlights these things where like hey i need you to address this or um, you know there's some habits, you know there's some addictions, you know there's some thought patterns, some different things that we just either forgotten totally or we just chosen to ignore and be like, uh, it's just who I am. It, it, it'll be fine. It'll work itself out. Um, and really God is like, hey, the trash is starting to smell. And really, I use time for you to open up the trunk and address those things. Again, for what I really want to do in your life, where I really want to take you. 
Um, so one of the things that God really has highlighted to me is rejection. And ooh, I know rejection can be like a sore subject for a lot of people and rejection can be like a trigger word. And um, I think I've always been self-aware um, that I struggle with rejection. I mean, uh, people can, if you ask me like, okay, what, what do you, something you, I can easily identify that. It's not something that's a hard point for me, but again, there's the difference between identifying something and really addressing something. Ooh, that is crazy. I'm realized, and I'm gonna just say that again because God just kind of hit me with that myself. There's a difference between um, <laughs> identifying something and really addressing something. And I think I've taken steps to really address it. Okay, I've gone to therapy. I've um, tried, I've had conversations with people about it. I've, I've done all these like uh, work internally, but haven't really addressed the source of my rejection. And if I'm being honest with you, being totally humble, open and transparent with you, uh, my rejection stems from my dad. Um, not to say that I had a bad childhood, not to say that like um, everything was terrible. I mean, I had a good childhood. I grew up in a great Christian home and um, of course it wasn't perfect, but um, there's some times in those moments where I really felt rejected by my dad. And when I talked about um, that, the, well, let me, let me back up. Um, those moments, a rejection, just that whole emotion and that feeling of rejection really started to pop up probably a month or two, probably a month, first couple of weeks in this internship. And um, I talked to different people about it and I talked to my coach. We all have coaches here that we work like directly um, and coincide with. And I remember one week I was like, just like my brain was just all over the place and I was feeling rejected and struggling with different emotions. and. Um, again, trying to adjust in this new place and not feeling like um, I was really close to anybody, really feeling accepted, really feel like being seen. And I talked to my coach about it and just kind of like poured everything. I was like, I'm frustrated, I'm tired, um, all this kind of stuff. And she was like, okay, um, I was going to say this exercise, but let's, let's, let's do this exercise. She was like, she, she, she drew my name on a board and she drew a circle around it. Um, and she was like, tell me who, who is Joshua? tell me who you are and I begin to like do all these different things um, say good things about myself bad things about myself really all who who encompassed the makeup of who Joshua was and um, she was just asked some like further probing questions and really avoided down the rejection and again I highlighted some things in my childhood where I was just like these are moments where I felt rejected um, these are moments where I didn't feel like I was really good enough. These are moments where um, I struggle with. And if we're being honest, the relationship that we have with our earthly father often bleeds into the relationship that we have with our heavenly father. So if you think that you're not really good enough to, to earn the love and respect of your, your earthly father, naturally, you have to, naturally, you're not going to think like that with your, with your heavenly father. You have to work real hard to really override that and work and so there were some different things where I was like, okay, struggling in my relationship with God, just in terms of how I was thinking about him, truly. Like, again, I can read all these books and, and, and learn, but, but the deep down how I was feeling about it, I was like, okay, does God, does God, am, am I doing a good enough job? And does, I think God is rejecting me. Does he want to give me good gifts? 
um, all these different things where if I'm just being real, like that was kind of like um, the thought process really going into that. Um, so as I'm sifting through like these emotions and sifting through um, feeling rejected, um, she again, with this exercise kind of brought up this thing of, of I need you to, uh, if your dad was here right now, what would you say to him and have a conversation? And man, I'm sitting in there bawling. I am sitting in there crying my eyes out because I'm sitting there saying these things that I never really said to my dad. There's things that I really never really addressed. And um, they kind of just built up over time into this like wall that I've never, hmm, again, never dealt with. Um, not to say that everything will be fixed. If I have a conversation with my dad, not to say that everything will just be easily thrown out the window but it was like that was important for me to because again I have 29 years of life I'm sitting here I've never really had a conversation with my dad like that this is how you kind of making me feel like or this is what I'm really struggling with this is how what is going on is, is kind of being presented and which bled into how my relationship is with my dad now like um again we have a way better relationship than we had when I was younger and even growing up when we butted heads a lot and all these different things um but I never really addressed it. So um, one of the challenges she gave me, um, and maybe I'll talk about this even further, but was like, hey, you need to have a conversation with your dad. And haven't had that yet. Um, I know when that time will be. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and divulge all that information, um, but I can possibly talk about it further down the line, but um, just pray for me as I continue to, um, address that deal with that all these different things but um leading up into that <laughs> god was like okay i've kind of highlighted this this point of rejection for you right um so what are you gonna do what are you gonna and, and that was kind of the point that i i talked to um all the other interns about and i was like once god brings revelation we are responsible for the action i said he brings revelations in many forms um and we got a this awesome chance to read this book called whisper um if you haven't had a chance to read it, it's somewhere around in my room. Literally, it's probably on my bed somewhere. Actually, it's down here. Um, Whisper by Mark Batterson. I'm going to read it up real quick. If you haven't had a chance to read this, um, I highly suggest it. But it's How to Hear the Voice of God. Um, and it's talking about just revelation. And we were reading it together as a group. Um, but it talked about how he brings, um, how he speaks with his dreams, people, disappointment, hurt um signs doors desires all these different points but um i was like what are you going to do once god brings that revelation what, what is your action step what will you do with the things that god has revealed for you to deal with so going that being said i really want to go to this 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 uh this scripture that totally on the surface is not going to make any sense but i promise stick with me Again, for those who are kind of just tuning in and you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm talking about what's that smell. I'm talking about rejection for me personally, but I'm talking about the things that, that God has revealed for you to address and for you to toss out. Um, so I want to go to Songs of Solomon 2.15 and it says this. It says, catch all the foxes, those little foxes, before they ruin the vineyard of love. For the great vines are blossoming. Again, that is Song of Solomon 2.15. Um and again, I, I prefaced it by saying that it probably will have nothing to do with what I'm talking about on the surface. Um, so 
again on the surface, if you know anything about Song of Solomon, um, it's talking about a husband and wife. Has nothing to do with anything that I'm even talking about. But if you dig deeper, you know that marriage is actually an example of Christ in the church. So just how the little things left unchecked will spoil the relationship of a husband and wife. So it will spoil the relationship we have with Christ. And when you think about the context of a trunk, um, one trash bag doesn't really fill up a trunk. But if you keep putting bags and bags and bags in, eventually um, I will not have room for the things that are really valuable. The things uh, like, <laughs> oh man, I could really preach this point, but man, I, I man, um, I won't have room for the things that are really valuable. So um, again, one trash bag really doesn't make that much impact, but if I don't address the things, or if I don't really toss out that trash bag, um, and just continue to fill up trash bag and trash and trash in it and don't deal with that, um, again, um, I won't have room for the things that are valuable. So I really want to talk about a man in scripture, um, highlight a man that really was kind of notorious for this thing. Notorious for not really addressing <laughs> the trash in his, the, or the junk in his trunk. Let's just name it that. The, the, the junk in his trunk, the things that um, that was building up the trash that he had accumulated, really not dealing with that and kind of just walking walking around, riding around with that and not, um, and it, his trash was beginning to smell like crazy, but he never really addressed it. He never really tossed out anything. Um, that man is Saul. And when I was preparing for this, um, who God really was like wrecking me the night, the night before I originally did this, um, like teaching to the, to the, uh, to the other interns. And, um, we talk about David and Goliath. We talk about um, Saul, but I want to stay on on this point for a second because there was never supposed to be a David. Um, again, we talk about David and Goliath. We talk about um, Saul being anointed, all, like all all this different stuff. But we don't really address the fact, or really talk about the fact, that there was never supposed to be a David in the first place. Um, Saul was the one that was supposed to rule forever, or rule until God really removed him. Uh, because, but because of the trash he didn't remove, God had to look for another option. Again, when I was preparing for this, the reason that it broke me, the reason that I was like sitting there like crying about this, thinking about the things that God has asked me to address in my life, rejection, especially doing ministry. I know that if I don't address those things, I can't fully be used by God in the way that he truly, truly intends for them to be. And that really breaks my heart. And in that, if I don't address those things, and if I don't deal with those things, I know that God would have to look for a David. And that breaks my heart because I want to be used by God fully. I don't want to have God sit there and say, I really wanted to use you in that, but you refuse to deal with that anger. I really wanted to use you in that, but you refuse to deal with that sexual addiction. I really wanted to use you in that, but you refuse to deal with that um, rejection. I really wanted to deal with you in that, but you, or um, speak to you through that, use you in that, but you refuse to deal with the pride or the insecurities or whatever it may be. I say all these different things, but I'm sure some of those things relate to you. I'm sure those, some of those things have been highlighted to you. You're probably thinking those different things right now that you're like, hmm, I haven't really fully addressed those things. Uh, I've, I've maybe identified them. I've maybe talked about them a little bit, but I haven't fully addressed those things. Um, I don't want God to have to look for a David for me because I didn't address those things. I don't want God to have to look for a David for you because you didn't really take the time to fully address those things. So when I was reading about that and I was like, man, 
okay, cool, we're talking about David and Goliath, we talked about David being raised up, but let's not skip the fact that there was never even supposed to be a David in the first place. And when I look at Saul's life, man, I really wanted to, hmm, I just didn't have enough time really in preparing for this to really fully flush this out, but there was four main things that he refused to clean out of his trunk. Um, and just for, if you want to go back, I highly encourage you to read through this passage of scriptures, um, these chapters of scriptures, actually, in 1 Samuel 10 um, through chapter 15. Um, if you read, you'll you'll see all these different things play out in Saul's life. But again, when I look back in all these things uh, over Saul's life, there's four main things that he refused to clean out of his trunk. Uh, one was fear of man. Um, two was envy. Three was pride. And four was greed. Again, that's 1 Samuel 10. Um, chapter 10 through chapter 15, man, I really wanted to just fully flush this out and give you a whole bunch of scripture. But again, one, I'd probably be here forever. And two, I, again, I just didn't have enough time really in preparing for this, but I really wanted to hit on this and really talk about this. So there wasn't just one major thing <laughs> in reading in that there were several little things left unchecked. Mm. And here's the point again, that kind of like smacked me in the face when I was come when I was preparing for this is that. Um, these things created such a wedge between him and God. Again, the fear of man, envy, pride, greed. They created such a wedge between him and God that finally God was like, bro, I gotta, you don't have my blessing anymore to be king. Or I just have to remove my hand from you because you're not getting it. You're allowing these things to kind of build up, continue to take up space in the trunk, continue to, and you're not addressing these things. Again, your trash is beginning to smell and you're not doing anything about it. I am just taking my hand off of you. And again, that's a scary place to be. It's truly a scary place to be when God is just like, mm, I, not that he's giving up on you because he loves you and he would never give up on you. But he was like, I just can't use you in that. I just can't because you just have all these things that you're not addressing. You're not dealing with. You're not um, even willing to part with. Hmm. Saul loved his trash more than he loved his anointing man that's and and that's the scary thing about it that's a scary place that 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 i think a lot of people get to that they that they don't realize is that they begin to love their trash more than the anointing that god's play god was like hey man i, I i've anointed you to be king I've, I, I want you to rule i want you to do all these things but it was like he he loved disobedience and he loved all these different things more than he loved the anointing and he and he loved god first off because if God was really number one, he would have addressed those things. But I digress because I really want to move on. I, what I want to go back to this point is that these created such a wedge between him and God that it left him subject to be tormented by an evil spirit. Again, if you're reading scripture, um, he's he's when he when when God takes his hand off of him in terms of his anointing, um, he's kind of left to be tormented by this evil spirit, to be tormented by the devil. Um, and that's where David comes into play because David plays a harp. David is um, a, um, a boy out in the field taking care of the animals, taking care of the sheep. Um, so the only thing that caused him comfort, and we're talking about Saul again, the only thing he, he was left subject to be tormented by an evil spirit. The only thing that caused him comfort was the same thing that caused him pain. I have to pause there for a minute and I'm going to read it again. And it's going to make sense because when God highlighted this to me, I said, wow, okay, God, you're really talking. So, again, these things created such a wedge between him and God that it left him subject to be tormented by an evil spirit. And the only thing that caused him comfort was the same thing that caused him pain. In David, 
Again, if you know in scripture, you know that Saul was constantly trying to kill David because he knew David was next in line. He knew David had the anointing and he knew David, um, hmm, he knew David was going to be the next on the throne. So the same thing that caused him comfort, David, playing the harp, was the same thing that caused him pain. Why? Because David served as a daily reminder. He was a physical representation of the anointing that he once had. Which leads me to this point. If we don't address the junk in our trunk, the anointing in our lives will begin to fade away, creating a stench of sin. That's really the point where Saul got to. Saul Saul's life just began to stink begin to stink. And he did nothing to address the junk in his trunk. And like I said, there's a point in here where I really didn't touch on. Um so during this teaching ten, part of what we had to do was do an illustration, which is cool. Um so I'm gonna describe it because I don't have the elements right in front of me to really do. But I had two containers of fruit. I had one, um, two containers of strawberries. I had one that I had left um, in the fridge all week long. And I had one that I had left in the trunk of my car. <laughs> and I brought it up and I brought, um, I used another intern and I said, um, now on the surface, these seem like the same fruit. They're covered in plastic bags, but I want you to examine each fruit. Which one would you rather have? Um, and of course, as you can imagine, the fruit that was left in the fridge was perfectly fine, juicy, ripe, um, something that you wanted to enjoy, something that you wanted to eat. Um, and then the fruit that I had left out um, in, in the trunk of my car, um, in the hot sun, whatever, all these different things had gotten to it, it would begin to rot, it began to stink, it began to um, mold. All these different things that made it so unappetizing, um, made it something that you didn't want to deal with. And I said, this one, this one here, the one that is rotting, uh, is exactly what our lives look like when we don't address the junk in our lives, when we don't address um, the junk in the trunk. Because the fruit represented um, <laughs> the fruits of the spirit. And shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to my coach, um, Rashina, who really helped me prepare for this because um, she really gave me this concept and idea when I was like flushing it out with her and going over this and really trying to come up with an illustration. Um, the fruit in our lives that God wants to produce. Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I probably missed one. Um, but he wants to produce all these different things in our lives, right? Fruit. But when we don't address the junk in our trunk, whatever that may be, um, at this point, I, I, I feel like I, if I just keep hitting the nail on the head, it's going to be overload. But you know what those things are. Um, our, our lives will begin to rot just like that fruit that I left out all week in my trunk. And eventually, they'll create a stench. So going back to the question that I posed before, what are those things that you're just continuing to drive around with, continue to walk around with, continue to live with, pretending like you don't smell anything? What are those things that you are um, walking around with, living with, driving around with, um, that you just have forgotten about and you just driven around with that smell for so long that you have just either claimed it as a part of yourself or you just saying, you know what, um, I'm just going to pretend like I don't see it or smell it or maybe it'll go away. And it hasn't <laughs> enough I can bet because really when I talk about rejection, it, it, it goes it goes to me uh, with this is that uh, I can imagine these things are probably wreak havoc in your life at some one point or another. They've either um, destroyed relationships, they've um, ruined opportunities. 
they've um, stopped blessings in your life and really where God wants to outpour something, but because, for example, pride, you thought that you could do this yourself or you could handle it, that um, it just really stopped what God was really trying to give you more um, and you just stopped at a cat. Whatever whatever that looks like, um, you, you know those things. So again, one of the points that we had to do was really give this call to action because it's cool if I tell you um, that you have junk in your truck, you need to get rid of these things, okay? But what really is the point of what you're trying to make here, Josh, Joshua? What are really the points that you're really trying to make? Um, so my call to action was this, was that you need to go to the source. What source are you going to? And I said that the dumpster is the place where we dump our trash, right? It would be silly if I were to have trash in my trunk, um, whatever that may be, rotten fruit, um, trash bag, and I go up to a store or I go to another apartment just for my trash and I say, here, here you go, I'm, I'm here to like dump my trash. Um, if you were there, you'd probably look at me like I was crazy. You'd probably be like, um, this really makes no sense to me at all, why? Um, because you know that's not the proper place to discard trash. But I said that it's often what we look like when we run to other places rather than the one who was designed to bear the weight and the smell of our trash. I'll read that one more time. Go to the source. When you toss out trash, where do you go? The dumpster. It would be silly of me if I drove to a clothing store with my trash. Why? Because you know that's not the proper place to discard your trash. But that is often what we look like when we run to other places rather than the one who was designed to bear the weight and smell of our trash. What is that place for you? And maybe it's Instagram. Um, you're quick to to not deal with that pride or you're quick to not deal with that lust or you're quick to not deal with this but instead you think it's going to solve the issue or uh, scrolling on social media is going to really solve the issue or maybe it's Netflix again instead of dealing with that um, envy instead of dealing with that anger instead of dealing with that rejection you say uh, I'm just going to start another TV series maybe that will be the cure maybe that will be the thing or maybe it's other relationships um, <laughs> the beautiful thing is that um, when I post this thing about other relationships, immediately you probably jump into um, relationships that aren't good for you. Yes, those are part of it, and you probably know those relationships, they probably come to mind, but even the good relationships, um, not in its proper place, can be just as damaging as bad relationships. And you're like, what in the world are you even talking about? Okay, real quick, uh, fire. If I use fire to light a candle, it's going to produce this beautiful smell, right? Because it's contained in its proper place. It's used for it, what, what it was intended for. Fire in a forest is going to create havoc. It's going to wreak havoc. It's going to be why? Because it's not in its proper place. It's not in its proper container. Just so relationships and community is this beautiful thing that God has um, intended for us. Um, we need relationships. We need community. We need all these different things, but they are not the source. They are not the the end-all be-all. So when you put something out of place, when if you don't put something in its proper container, um, it'll eventually wreak havoc. So if I'm struggling with um, rejection, if I'm struggling, the last, if I'm struggling with rejection from somebody, honestly, the last person I need, or the last place I need to go is to another person, no matter who it is. I really need to go to the one who, who created me, the one who was, again, designed to bear the weight, the, the, the weight and the smell of my trash. Um, if I'm dealing with pride, the last thing I need to do is look up a, a YouTube video that confirms that I'm right and everything in the world revolves around me. 
Well, I need to go with God and figure out where I was wrong. If I'm struggling with lust, the last thing I need to do is go to someone who's who, who's just going to say, you know what, man, um, you're right. It's cool. If whatever that place is for you, the last thing I need to go and deal with is with that. Go to other relationships. So I said this. What is that place for you? None of these things were created to bear. Again, not saying that Instagram is bad, not saying that Netflix is bad, but again, used outside of its proper context and not put in its proper place, it can wreak havoc in your life or it can, can be a tool of distraction instead of really dealing with the things that God is asking you to deal with. The dumpster is not this most beautiful place. When I take my trash to it, it's this, not always this great experience, right? It's smelly, there may be other, other people's trash lying around. It's just this place to co um, collect trash. So I said, go in the dumpster is not this, this most beautiful place. It's not this beautiful thing. But it is the place where our trash is taken. Going to God is, is similar <laughs> in this. It's not always this beautiful thing or this beautiful place when going to God. Sometimes it is a slow, painful process. But it is where our trash is taken. I'll read that one more time just so we can fully get it. The dumpster is not this, the, always the most beautiful place. But it is the place where our trash is taken. Going to God is not always this beautiful place. Sometimes it is a slow, painful process, but it is the place where our quote-unquote trash is taken. And I really want to close this episode, and I really close the teaching time with this. I said, uh, Proverbs 26.11 really kind of sums everything up, to be honest. <clears throat> As a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. As a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. So, now that I've talked about this, and maybe even God has even highlighted something you before. If you don't take this time, this season, whatever season you're in, maybe it's a season of working in this job. Maybe it's a season of going back to school. Maybe it's a season of starting a new career or um, stepping out in faith or moving all the way across the country, halfway across the country for an internship. If you don't take this season to address the junk that we have hidden or either forgotten about in our trunk, really the trash, we will just continue to repeat unhealthy patterns instead of walking truly in the freedom that God has intended for us. It would be foolish of me if I just, <laughs> again, God, God highlighted this and I really identified the things that I needed to deal with, but I just continue to just pretend like I don't know it, right? I would be just as foolish as a dog who's returning to his vomit. We, I'm sure most of you guys who will listen to this or watch this probably have pets or, or you've seen interactions with pets and you have to kind of, when, when they throw up or do whatever, you're like, hey, you kind of have to shoo them away from the, from the place, right? Because you're like, what are you doing? You're eating something that you just, that, that's vile. That's not really good for you. Or are you about to partake in something that really is um, going to make you sick? Same manner. If I struggle with pride, if I struggle with rejection, struggle with all these different things, and I really don't take time to really address those things, I'm just like a dog returning to my vomit. I'm just creating unhealthy patterns that I'm not really breaking. So that's really the end of my. That was the end of my teaching ten. I closed with that. I closed in prayer, and I, I um, that's the end of this episode. Really, again, I thank you for taking the time to tune in. Um, <laughs> I hope. All that really made sense. I know I know sometimes I can kind of my thoughts can get lost in translation. Sometimes I think I'm rambling. I hope that really wasn't the case tonight. I really hope 
things kind of made sense for you and it kind of highlighted some stuff for you. Maybe you need to go back in prayer and really um, just assess some things, really what God wants to do. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't want to be a Saul and God has to look for a David. I know there's things that God really wants to do in my life. I know there's things that God really wants to do in your life, um, places where he wants to take you. But um, if we don't continually address the junk in our trunk, address the trash and, and really go to the source and really toss all that stuff out, God will show you exactly how to deal with those things. But the important thing is, is for us to go to the source first. Um, God will show you the right steps to take. God will show you the right things to do. Um, cause again, going to God first, maybe he may, he may say, go to therapy, going to God first. He may say, oh, Hey, you need to sit down with that friend for coffee. Um, uh, going to God first. He may say, oh, you need to delete that app going to God first. He may say, oh, you need to fast. Oh, uh, going to God first. It may result in these different action steps, but the, but the most important one is going to God first, man. I really digress again. Like I said, thank you for, um, tuning into this episode of Tuesday table talk. Um, <clears throat> I actually had a friend of mine um, comment on when I was preparing for this episode. Um, and she tossed out this great idea. Shout out. She's probably watching right now. But um, the next episode, I think I'm going to have um, a few other interns. If, you, if you've tuned in this before, you've seen you've seen me have other guests on. It's been a while since that. Like I said, I haven't even had done this on a consistent basis. I wanted to just because I'm so busy with this internship. But um I think I would have some some other interns on. I think that would be great and really just talk about some things that we've um, learned during the season. Um, I just don't want you to hear my voice. Again, I love connecting with people. I love just um, building relationships and doing life with people. So I want you to meet some of the people that I've done life with. And again, we just have this raw, transparent conversation of what some struggles have we've had during this internship and things that we have really learned and what um, God really just overall has been teaching us. Um, man, so that's it for this episode. Um, again, if you've missed any of this, you're like watching this, you can go back. Um, and, um, if it's easier for you to listen again, it'll be uploaded tonight, um, at some point, and then you'll be able to watch, uh, or listen to what I said, like on Spotify, Apple music, Google, um, all the major streaming platforms. Um, if you want to go back and watch this, if you missed the part and you, you came in late for free to do that, but um man stay tuned stay locked in uh, follow me on, on tuesday table talk at tuesday table talk on instagram uh, feel free to dm me for any prayer requests things like that um but stay tuned because um i'll be coming up with another episode pretty soon and i think that's what i'm gonna do is really um have some other guests on here uh, some other interns some things to really talk about um uh give me some couple things before i end um if there's anything that I don't talk about, I want this to be a space where I really address, um, address things and really talk about if, if, if you get, it, if you know me, you know, there's, I've talked about different things like mental health. I've talked about, um, um, uh, forgiveness. I've talked about all these different topics. Um, I've talked about church hurt. That was a good episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and, and watch that one. Um, just all, all these different topics that may be taboo that really don't get talked about enough. Um, so if there's any topics that you want me to talk about, feel free to, to, um, DM me about those, or if you want to be a guest on my podcast, um, DM me as well. We could talk about and chop it up, um, uh, for some things of that nature. But, um, until next time, this is me signing off. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I look forward to the next time we get together. Peace.